I want to talk about courage. Because I believe that this word courage should be our theme for the whole year next year. I want to read Joshua chapter 1 from the New King James Version Bible from verse 1 to verse 7. And I read, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you as I have said to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Those are great promises, isn't it? I said those are great promises, isn't it? God has done it all. God has given it all. God is even saying, I'm with you. I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. But then it says in verse 6, be strong and of a good courage. For to these people you'll divide as an inheritance the land which I saw to their fathers to give them. And then God repeats in verse 7, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all that which Moses, my servant, commanded you do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. God is saying to Joshua, I've done it all. I've given it to you. It belongs to you. I'm promising you that I'll be with you in the same way God is with you and God's going to be with you. But God says for you to take possession of it, I need two things for you, from you. Be strong and of a good courage. And then in verse 7 it says, be strong and very courageous. In short, in verse 6, God says, you need courage for you to be able to divide the inheritance of the land. In other words, you need courage to fulfill your calling. You need courage to fulfill your destiny. Because your calling is to give these people their land, which is their inheritance. I swore unto their forefathers to give it to them. I have fought hard for you. I have made a way for you. But for you to fulfill destiny, you need courage. And I want to tell you tonight, you're going to need courage in 2018. I'm going to need courage in 2018. Courage to fulfill what God has called me to do. Courage for you to fulfill what God has called you to do. Courage to fulfill your dreams and your goals. But then in verse 7, God says, you also need courage to observe, to do according to all the law which I've given you and not to turn to the right hand or to the left. In other words, you need courage in being single-minded in obeying my commandments. 2018 demands of you to be courageous to do the will of God. Be courageous to be single-minded. And God says in verse 7, if you demonstrate courage 
you will prosper. I see you prospering in 2018. Look at your neighbor who didn't say amen and say how. I said, I see you prospering in 2018. There's nothing wrong with prosperity. Prosperity is something that comes from God. And prosperity is not limited to money or finances. Note, what we need sometimes is not more knowledge. What we need sometimes is not more anointing. What we need sometimes is not more prayer. What we need sometimes, however, is just to be courageous. Courageous to do what we know we are supposed to be doing. I was saying this, and you'll forgive me for it, and I'm saying it for our nation. When I was listening to the, to the policy conference here, ANC, recently, and, and the discussions that were there, and some of the conferences that have gone on before, and as I listened to the plan, the new plan that is there, that uh, Cyril Ramaphosa is promising that it will happen. You know, I marveled when I was listening to note that there is nothing new that is being said. Sisters, are we needing on There's nothing new. There's nothing new, comrades. There's nothing new. In fact, most of what is said was actually verbalized first way back in the year 2000, when President Mbeki was still in power. And Khalima uh, Mutlante was the deputy. And they came up with this document which was conceptualized. Comrades. The only problem is nobody does anything about it. And when I look in our nation, that's a sickness we have in South Africa. It's not that we don't know. No. We know. Mara, we lack the courage to do what we know. Midnight And I was I thought about this and I prayed about it this year. I realized and really it bent in my heart and I felt God really challenged me and challenged us. We need courage. Many of us is not that you don't need more anointing. You don't need to hear anything new from God. You already have heard. You just need courage. And God says, it's only courage that will bring prosperity. The word prosper in Hebrew is the word S-A-K-A-L Pronounce Sokal And It means To causatively make or act In other words That word is a causative Is written in the causative tense And it means To cause to be circumspect Or to cause to be intelligent That word prosper means To consider, to expect to instruct, to prosper, to be prudent, to deal prudently. That word means to be skillful. It also means to have 
good success. See, there's, there's, you know, that, that, in fact, I love it in other translations. It says, that God says in, you know, in, in verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Good is the enemy of bad. That God qualifies the type of success you'll have tells us that there's another type of success that's not good success. There's a bad success. This is a success that has come because you've broken the rules. It's bad success. And it's success that only encompasses one area. You may have all the money, but you're miserable in your heart. You may, be, you may have bought the latest bed, the most comfortable bed, but I'll never rock at night because of worry. You are succeeding, but that's not good success. Good success is when you have Jesus in your heart, the Holy Spirit in your life, money in your pocket, health in your body, a good family going on, yonking to right sana, all because of God. That's good success. Like one of the testimonies that we're saying, when you hear the footsteps coming into your yard, you are not afraid because of machonisa. That's good success. Yeah. But success and prosperity, God says, it will be yours if you become courageous. That word means to understand, to have wisdom, my goodness, to guide wittingly. God says, be strong and very courageous in the NIV. It says, be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Don't turn to it from the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Can you imagine? To be successful wherever you go. I love that tonight, ladies. Can you imagine being successful wherever, wherever you go? Wherever you go. If that amen is not going to be your portion, Lord, thank you for that. I say amen to my own sermon. The Bible in basic English reads, only take heart and be very strong. Take care to do all the law which Moses, my servant, gave you, not turning from it to the right hand or to the left, so that you may do well in all your undertakings. I see 2018 being a year where you do well in all your undertakings. Hey! Why? Because you are courageous. Yeah, courageous. You, you're going to be a man who's courageous, a woman who is courageous. Let's define the word courage. The word courage is a noun. And it means, number one, the ability to do something that frightens one. Yeah. It means bravery. Courage means, I love those amens at the back there. Give me some more, guys. I love them. I love it when people talk back to me when I'm preaching, they encourage me. Not like some of you are sitting here, you don't even have the courage to say amen. Look at it, you don't even have the courage. You don't even have the courage to say anything. Number two, courage means strength in the face of pain or grief. Yeah. There's pain, there's grief. Dictionary.com for you young people. Defines courage as the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, and pain without fear. 
Let me read that again. I love it. Yeah, dictionary.com. The quality of mind or spirit. You see, I was telling people, some people, no, that's one of the things I'm going to talk about next year. You know, when you read about people like Daniel, people like Joshua, you know, they, they, said, they said about Daniel, they said an excellent spirit is in him. They said about Joshua and Caleb, they said they have, they said they have what? A, a, a different spirit. See, not spirit in terms of more, yeah? Spirit in terms of attitude. When you're a man or a woman of courage, you have a different spirit about you. You have a different outlook to life. And do I have people who have a different outlook towards life here? I see you going into 2018 with a different outlook towards life. A different spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. The quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty or danger or pain without fear. Wow. Miriam Webster defines courage as mental or moral strength to venture. Hey. Huh? Mental or moral strength to venture. Wow. It means to persevere and to withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. You withstand it. Yeah. In 2018, we're not going to pray our mountains away. Ah, shabba yabba. We're going to face our mountain in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cambridge English Dictionary defines courage as the ability to control your fear in a dangerous or difficult situation. Yeah, you control your fear. Yeah. You don't let your fear handle you. Yeah, you don't let the enemy see you cry. Ah, uh, you face him. You face him. Can I hear an amen? Do we have those kind of men and women in this house? I, I said, do we have those kind of men and women in this house? Ooh, Jesus. The synonyms for courage are Bravery, braveness, courageousness, pluck, pluckiness, valor, fearlessness, intrepidity. That's a new word for 2018. Nerve, daring, audacity, bold. Oh, I see some people who are bold in this house. I said, I see some people who have audacity in this house. I see some brave people here tonight. Can I hear an amen? Mark Twain says, and I quote, Courage is resistance to fear. Mastery to fear. And not absence of fear. End of quote. Winston Churchill says, Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. End of quote. Mary S. Truman says, men make history and not the other way around. In periods where there's no leadership, society stands still. Progress occurs when courageous, skillful leadership sees the opportunity to change things for the better. End of quote. I see you taking the opportunity to change things for the better. 
I'm always wondering, but when I see people, they know what to do. But they don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. People know what to do. It's not that they don't know. They know. They know. They know. Have you ever gone for an interview late in the afternoon, you know? You know, late in the afternoon, we are normally very hungry. So you get to this place where the interview is going to happen. They put you up in the all a room, all of you, and they have left some refreshments over there. And everybody comes and sits, and you can see everybody's hungry. But nobody has the courage <laughs> to be the first one to go. And you know, we all trying to be smart, yeah. One guy actually said that this is a true story, ladies. It's a true story. He just happened to be the only guy among ladies who had come for an interview. And he says, I noticed that all these ladies, they were kind of acting like, well, you know, I'm not going to do that. So he said, well, I just chose to be courageous. He says, I, I stood up. As I walked towards the table, I didn't even arrive. All these ladies just overtook me, everybody. Isn't it strange, how we can all try to be proper and not just have the courage? Huh? You find one person. I remember I was at a funeral. bishop actually. Some place in the northwest. And at this funeral, you know, it was a funeral of a young guy. I think he belonged to a soccer group or whatever group it was. I don't remember what it was. What was it? And then there's young people to whom this guy belonged to group Yabon. I think they are soccer or whatever. They decide to come in right in the middle of the service. Murutans are Oh, can I feel like I'm No, no, no. And I'm sitting there. And you know how I am when people disturb me when I'm preaching, right? I felt that anointing come on me. And you know what the pastor was doing? Murut. Kya kenya moterong ya? I remember my bishop she's a witness and I was sitting I was fuming but the thing I couldn't understand is everybody's seated nobody's doing anything but some of us never never no I can't shop bishop You know what I decided? As I sat there, I analyzed who was the ringleader. Because I'm a strategist as well. influencer. <laughs> That's simple. Simple. Solved. Imagine everybody sitting there. Things are getting out of hand. But nobody has the courage. Some of you need to have You rather no, I'll sort them out. They know. I'll sort them out. Baba's told you, but tell them no, but I'll sort them out. I'm still strong. 
Because I found in life you need courage. You need courage to get married. You need courage to finish your exams. You need courage. You need courage to receive offering. You need courage to make an altar call. You need courage to preach. You need courage. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Look at your neighbor say, yeah. Now to say, yeah. So Joshua had courage in one area, but now we see him now. He's faced with the people who are trying to disobey God and they are worshiping other gods. So in Joshua 24 from verse 14, and I read the message Bible, he says, so now fear God. He's telling the people of Israel, worship him like a fan. Worship him in total commitment. Get rid of the gods your ancestors worshipped on the far side of the river, the river Euphrates and in Egypt. You worship God. Then verse 15, R. If you decide that it's a bad thing to worship God, then choose a God you'd rather serve and do it today. Work attitude. Choose one of the gods your ancestors worshipped from the country beyond the river or one of the gods of the Amorites in whose land that you are now living. As for me, I see you going into an as for me attitude in 2018. As for me. As for me. As for me. As for me, I'm going to put my trust in God. As for me, I'm going to fast. As for me, I'm going to put God first. As for me. And my family. See, you need to have the courage to be ostracized by your friends. Yeah. You know, some of us, we became Christians at a young age. I became a Christian at the age of 17. I was 17 years old. So, you know, sometimes when I talk to young people, you know, some of them, they kind of give me that look as though you don't know what you're going through. What do you mean? I was once 17 years old. When I became a Christian. And at 17, you know what's happening to you at 17, eh? Oh, you want me to explain? <laughs> Everything that comes upon a young person who is 17 came to me. And when you are a boy, it's worse scattered testosterone. <laughs> and other things. And then I became a pastor in another 22. I was very young. 22. Do you know how you get ostracized? Do you know I used to see people gossip about me, laughing, sheepishly laughing? Hmm? My own family members, not the close ones, my immediate family was very supportive. They would come at home and they would try to convince my parents to talk me out of being a pastor. They would even lobby me on the side. Who know you're making a mistake. Don't you want to have something on the side to fall back on? I lost my friends. I'm telling you. I lost being cool Koskolo. I wasn't cool anymore. The young people used to laugh about us. The girl I used to sit with, she's she She found another guy to sit with. I'm telling you, she watched she she left me with a broken heart. She left. When she heard that I'm a Christian, the day I came and told her, I said, I'm born again. Carry you. 
some of you you think some of you you think you think Runa we had a different type of life. No. Maybe we may not have had some of the common things, but but pressure is pressure. I lost friends, I was ostracized, I was called names, everything. What do you do? As for me. Yeah. Have the courage. As for me, whether I fall or I fall, as for me, whether I understand or I don't understand, as for me, have the courage. These days, people don't hide themselves when they do some of the stuff. They do it openly. Yeah, they go by law consultant openly, but they do openly. They don't hide. Why must you hide? Huh? Why must you try to be nice about being a Christian? Huh? Why must you try to fit in? I don't need to fit in. I don't have to be hip or a hop. I don't have to be cool. I have no problem with that. And I've been like that since I was 17 years old. It didn't bother me to walk alone at school. It didn't bother me to stand and preach to the young people and see the girls laughing at me. Yeah. And the teachers laughing. It's okay. I had the courage. You're going to have the courage. Some of you, there are certain things about God you'll never experience because you get too embarrassed. You get so embarrassed. Broad daylight. Today, when about do you want to fit in? You want to be cool? Look at the devil and say, try that man. Hey. Try that man. As for me, I said, as for me. I said, as for me. Number three. It takes courage to put all your trust in God and abandon your faith to God. Abraham, in Genesis 14, after Abraham returned from defeating Kedolauma and the kings allied with him, the king of Sodom came to meet him in the valley of Shaveth. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of the Most High. And he blessed Abraham, saying, Blessed be Abraham by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abraham gave him a tithe of everything. Now note. Then the king of Sodom said to Abraham, give me the people and keep the goods for yourself. The goods that you got after you, you fought. You went to fight for me, but I'm giving you those goods that you got in battle. But Abraham said to the king, I have raised my hand to the Lord God the Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And I have taken an oath that I will accept nothing belonging to you. Not even a thread or a thong of a sandal, so that you will never be able to say, I made Abraham rich. 
Some of you, you compromise your life because somebody is supporting you. Yeah. 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 Unale blessa. And you can't live right because of blessing. I've realized in our country, and it really annoys me now. Because ever since many of our people, some of our people, let me say, are starting to have things. I can see people think all of us, we are threatened by money. But I'll never forget, I always tell the story. Some years ago, years ago, I received an invite, an all expense paid for trip by boat. Oh, is these big ships? Did it be some? The cruise. <laughs> and all expenses paid for cruise for a whole week. To come and officiate at a wedding of somebody who was not even a member of our church. Yeah. Yeah. All expenses paid for. They said, Bon, I know I'm not a member. I don't go to church, but I like you. You know, some of the people are claiming. Yeah. 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 I sent it back through my PA. Just tell him. Because you don't have the courage to say those type of things. I can see. I can see. You are, you are for sale. One of the things I have had to fight against the most is to allow people to use their money to sway me in my leadership. I never will. Or their, or their power, either in politics or in associations or in anything. Sometimes you have to have the courage to say no. Let them not like you, it's fine. Let them not like you. I was in a meeting not too long ago. You won't even know. <laughs> when I found out that this particular company was trying to get Baruti to organize a, 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 a prayer meeting, not so much for the prayer, but they were more concerned about their profit. Yeah. I was in that meeting. And I raised my hand to ask a question, comrade. Yeah, that's what it is, my dear. No, I've decided I cannot tell anyone. No. In fact, in private I raised my hand. I said, sorry, I just want to understand this. Are you trying to tell me Muruti Matola was there. He'll, he'll tell you. I asked the question. When I asked the question, he'll tell you. Barut, no. You don't understand. This is the, God's opportunity. We've been praying. God has released resources. And then I asked a follow up question. Then I realized, I even told Muruti, I told him before I left, I told him, because I already know, I said to him, you know what, here's what I suspect. Already, But that's what they do, they take you for dinner, about for something. 
le ithuteng ba ruti ke na le eletswa di dina ha o tsotse o kwentse ba ba go kopa something se se di le mo maleng hey what a shock and then i said to him i said to him i i have a suspicion that this program has already been done he phoned me afterwards he said bishop what you said is true it was already it was already i get it was already a done deal people are using the church today to advance their mission and because the rata chelet yeah we allow them to buy us have the courage to be like abraham and say if god doesn't give it to me angifuni you see some of you you are half hearted ka hore ke le tsadi jo mo ganong ke abona or maybe do to mopela bless ya how you don't want to shout Don't sell your innocence. Don't sell your conscience. Don't sell your integrity, please. The Bible says, "Oh no, men nothing." But to love them. That's the only debt we have to love people with God's love, but never to owe allegiance to anybody. Cause what was it is a favor. Oso sababu ha kana motateng ha sa khona bu. Ha I pray that some of you God will help you to redeem yourself from that bondage. There's no worse bondage than being owned by another human being. Yeah, that when you are standing here on the pulpit you can't preach because somebody is in the church who amotsaba wa ubu wa itsutlontsa ditab. There's nothing as much of a bondage like that. You got to be able to preach doesn't matter who's there. You got to tell the truth no matter who's there. I know you don't like my preaching but I feel a radical spirit coming on. I feel a courageous spirit. Take It takes courage to give your life to God and let him change it. And then go testify without shame. My story is the story of the woman at the well. Oh. She lived such a rough life, but when she had an encounter with God, with Jesus, she had the courage to go into the city and tell others. I want to ask some of you. I love this brother here, owner it's one year. I'm for it. Siabong. Ma bishop will rafa the other version as well as arablela go rutle u kinyegile. But we thank God for you that you had the courage to come and stand and tell others what Jesus has done. Aho bazalana come on give the Lord a big hand. Skatsaba man. Have the courage of Batel ukuthi wangtholu Jesu. I said in my bishop on Christmas day I was choking with tears. As I was talking to people after the service, I had two young guys coming. Two young guys. family reunion. family. For the first time after 20 years. Bare from the teachings that we got here. 
Listen what it says about this woman. The woman left her water jar after she talked to Jesus beside the well, ran back to the village, telling everyone, Come and see. It takes courage to Anakazo. Come and see. A man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ, the Messiah? So the people came streaming from the village to see him. Verse 39. Many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because the woman had said, he told me everything I ever did. When they came out to see Jesus, they begged him to stay in their village. So he stayed for two days. Long enough for many more to hear his message and believe. Then they said to the woman, now we believe not just because of what you told us, but because we have heard him ourselves. Now we know that he's indeed the savior of the world. Have the courage to go tell others how much God has changed you. Go tell them. You know, I admire these people. I'm sorry we didn't have enough time for all the testimonies. We'll try this coming year to see the service. Can't we put testimonies here and there? So that we hear more. But my goodness, go tell them. It takes courage to tell people what God has done for you. And finally, number what? Number five. Number five, number ten, number half, number whatever. It takes courage not to allow people's perception of Jesus to hinder you from calling on him to help you. I'm using the story of the thief who was hanging on the cross. This man, in spite of what the others were saying about Jesus, he decided to be true to his need. Note, he's hanging on the cross. One thief on the left, one thief on the right, Jesus in the middle. Note what it says in Luke 23 from verse 35. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at Jesus. Look at the environment. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself if he is the Christ of God, the chosen one. See, you see, sometimes the Huna 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 Lindiri Yam Kenga Anyangi is among Shogaja. Yeah. Where people come up with a story. Sometimes I hear what people say about our church. Yeah, da. Baita so, baita so. And some people won't come here because of the stories of other people. Yeah. So when I that are spoken by people out there. And if you don't have courage, you won't stand for the truth. I'm telling you. Ah, you won't. Note, verse 36, the soldiers also came and mocked Jesus. They offered him vinegar, wine vinegar, and they said, if you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was written a notice above him which read, this is the king of the Jews. They are mocking him. Everybody is mocking. Think about it. The soldiers are mocking. The religious leaders are mocking. Everybody is mocking. See, and I only saw there are some of us batula. There is one need. You sit in a place where they are criticizing your pastor, but you will not come to his defense. You won't. You won't. No courage. Ah, 2018 must be a different year, man. 
Verse 39, one of the criminals who hung on the cross held insults at Jesus. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourselves and save us. But the other criminal, they rebuked him. He says, don't you fear God? Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. That's courage. Yeah, that's courage to speak the truth in, an, in a poisoned environment. But there are things in our communities where we know the truth. It's not that we don't know. We know. People have a fatality rate in Texas. You know it's wrong. Mara, you won't pay. You won't speak up. Now I'm coming where you live. Yeah? It's not that we don't know, Barcelona. We let the courage. Then this man said to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus said to him, I tell you the truth. Today, you'll be with me in paradise. God's looking for courageous people. It takes courage to follow God. Some of you are here, you've been invited, you've come on your own. Whatever, however you've come. You may be here in the foyer, in the dome, you may be in the overflow hall, you may be in the other churches, anywhere in the world. And today as you've been listening to the word, you can hear God speaking to your heart. You know what, my friend? It's going to take courage to say, you know what, God? I want my life to change. It's going to take courage. I'm telling you. It's going to take courage. And I'm going to invite you that we do it right now. I want to pray with you that as 2017 comes to a close, God will do something about your life. I want to pray for you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Right where you are, if you say, please pray for me, I want Jesus to come into my life, would you raise your hand, please? Have the courage. Ah, there we go. There's the hands.